Doctrine and Devotions fourth annual conference is still happening. Some of you have been asking. Yes, it is. It's going down Friday, September 18th and Saturday, September 19th. The theme is on covenant theology. Stay tuned for more details. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. What is going on? Nothing. What's going on with you? Well, okay, nothing. I guess we're done. We're not talking. I ask you what's going on. You say nothing. Yeah, because I got nothing going on. What's going on? What's going on? All right, I got lots of meetings. Yeah, meetings. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Okay. You've You've had lots of nothing. Yeah, I've been chilling. Yeah. I, I took the week off. So I had took the week off from everything. 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 Well, I mean, I, I, I meet with you. That's yeah, good. well, that was, that was not your job. You. Your job no, was no, no, never no. to meet with me. That was always no. pleasure. Yeah, but but well, the podcast is work. It's a kind of work. Well, you so mean you I got to write stuff. I got to write stuff. I got to mm. upload, mm. you know. And that takes you all of what? Yeah, I don't keep track, you know, because it's I love the labor. Oh, do you? Do you? Your labor of two minutes? Mm -hmm. No, no, it takes longer. I gotta, I gotta gotta listen to some of the podcast. Mm. You know, make sure I got the stuff on there. You know, especially the little things that we Mm. had. All you know, that stuff, that kind of stuff. Okay, all right. So you're on the tail end of your vacation, of your staycation. We are recording on Saturday. Yes, and so yeah, you know, there's a you know Wahlburger. Uh, is open now. Mm, have, you guys, have you gone yet? If you guys don't know what Wahlburger is, it's is uh, Mark and Donnie Wahlberg's uh, burger joint, and that their uh, brother, their other brother, who's the chef. Oh, it's oh, so it's Continue. all of them. But yeah, but it yeah, wouldn't work well, they, without yeah, well, those. No, two. Well, no, yeah. financially giving yeah. towards it. Yes, yeah, and and popularity. Yeah, 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 yeah. But their their brother is a chef. Is, yes. is the chef. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Chef making burgers. He's a, he's a cook. But uh, anyway, it doesn't really matter. So mm, everybody's mm. been really excited uh, that this thing is finally And have open. you tried it yet? No. Well, there's no drive-through. You know, it's, it's more like a five-guy style. You got to go in and yeah. order. And uh, Jen pointed out to me today, we're, we're planning on going tomorrow. Uh, Jen said that there was a line outside, people waiting at 930. They open at 11. I did not find Wahlburger that good. You been? Yes. When? Uh, in Vegas. Oh. Yeah, I've never been. So I'm, I, I, you know what? I'm going to say it. Bobby Flay, your place was better. Your burger was better. Bobby, Bobby Flay. Bobby Flay. His burger was better. Yeah. Bobby Flay is the ginger guy Fieri. That's all he is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm throwing it out there. Okay. His burger was better. All right. If I had only, if I could, if I had to choose. Right. Bobby Flay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was good. His burger know. was good. Can't trust a ginger cook. I just can't. You, wait, no, what? No. You can't say that. Yeah. <gasps> what you're, are you talking you're about? You're getting us canceled. By the gingers? Yes. Okay. <laughs> they have no power. They have no, no control. No, you are getting they us. They have no souls. We well, know. We know. Thank you, guys. It was been a good run. <laughs> we have enjoyed our of. time together. And unfortunately, Joe has ruined everything. Sorry. Mm. I'm only sorry to the Vitos. Vitos? I, I, I think that's how you pronounce their last mm. name. Yeah. They're good gingers. I like them. Okay, well, I'm, mm-hmm. have have you met a a bad? Yeah, I've met all the gingers. You've yeah, met all, okay. and I've, I've met. I've met There's two that were pretty cool. Hmm. Maybe three. Now I will say Wahlburgers was better than uh, Gordon Ramsay's burger. Oh goodness! What, you go to Palace. all these cheesy like 
first of all, TV cook show cooks mm-mm. restaurants. Those first are first of all, so... I've gone to a number of the some of the restaurants, mm-hmm. and I've gone to Ramsey's place out in uh, uh, London, you, which was actually really good. That's the wrong comparison. But, you got to uh, be comparing. No, but I'm talking about no, no, no. Stuff. But I'm but I'm comparing now Wahlburgers Vegas, Flay Vegas, Ramsey Vegas. All right. And so a lot of times when I'm out there, I'm out for meetings and this is where these guys want to go. So they're always like, oh, I'm staying at Caesars. So I'm going to you want to go meet here? I'm like, all right. Or I'm staying at Flamingo. Let's go here or whatever else. Right. Yeah. So it all depends on uh, where these guys are at. And so you, you, you've been talking a lot about Vegas lately. It's like, dude, I'm ready Vegas to go. Itch, don't you? I do though. Yeah, you're ready I to go. do. I did look up that I mm-hmm. could go to Caesars right now if I wanted. Even with all your tattoos. I, you know what? I heard they're rescinding that, they had but I don't have, I don't have a neck tattoo though. Okay. Not yet. No, not, what do you mean? Not yet. Oh, come on. I'm not getting a neck tattoo. Get it under the beard. Don't I'm not it. getting a neck tattoo. You're getting a neck tattoo. I am not getting a neck tattoo. It'll compliment your tramp stamp. You know, I don't have that. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Do. I've even, I think I posted a picture. Stop at some point, it. Didn't I? You know, I don't okay. have that. All right. I don't. will share a picture. You, mm-hmm. Joey, do you have tribal on your back? Joey, there you, you said something else. That, yeah, hold on. No, 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 no. tribal tattoo on your back. Listen to that, me. Listen to me. Hold on, Joey. Yeah. You, know, you, mm-hmm. you made it sound like I've got a tattoo right. on my lower back. To be fair, it's kind of hard to f- figure it out where it's at. I've only seen it a couple times. It's on your back. What do you mean Pretty, it's hard? Yeah, it's not hard. It's not like you're like a V. You don't, like, you don't have the back like Arnold Schwarzenegger with the V cut. You know, so you could, it's easy. Like, oh, it's like on the lower back. It's mm. just kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of I'm just saying, don't, don't be putting things out there that are not true. That's true. Yeah. It's not it's true. It's Come on. on your back. Lower back, probably. Can't remember. No, you can remember. And you know the difference because there's someone else that you know that might have that. And you know. <gasps> no, I have no idea what you're talking about. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. See? Hmm. And he concedes. No, That's I don't concede. Yeah, just, no, because you're stonewalling me and you're forcing me to say something I'm that I don't want to say. No, no, no I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I'm you, not going to do it because you're actually wrong. No, I'm not. And you know who I'm talking about. I think I think I know who you're talking about, but you're actually wrong. No, that no. That person does not have. You have made it very clear. They do not. That this person has it on the lower. They do not. Hmm. You're talking about my wife. Yes, I am. Yeah, she does not. She has a tattoo that goes from her lower back all the way up to the middle part of her upper back. Hmm. And there's no tribal involved. Hmm. Anyways. Now, there was a little tribal stamp back down there a long time ago. Oh, and the, but, so it's, she, but it's gone now. <laughs> so, she got either got rid of it or she added to she it. Yeah, she covered it up in this big, giant There tattoo. you go. There See? You. See? There I'm it right. is. I, no, mm-hmm. I was right. Too. No, you said no, it. We both could be right. Okay, we're both right. Yeah, I think in this situation, we're both right. I think in most situations, we're both right. All right. All right, Joe, what are we talking about today? We are... Last chapter. Last chapter. Last chapter of the 1689. And after this, we're done. We're no gonna, more. We're going to wrap it up. Well, there's no point in meeting anymore. No, I mean, uh, you know, what are we going to do? Actually, we do have some ideas, and so we'll start to roll those out next week, maybe. Mm-hmm. But uh, today, we're going to try and look at- Well, not at, next week. We'll talk about it next week, because yeah, we'll, we'll, we're going to finish out. Yeah. So we're not rolling it out. No, roll, I, roll out the ideas. We have some ideas that So we're both right out. again. Yeah. Oh, like we always oh, are. Goodness. Yeah. We are, never we are wrong really together. good. We are never wrong together. <laughs> we're only wrong individually on occasion, but together. Together, we're always right. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at, we're going to try and look at paragraphs one and two of chapter 32 of the 1689. And this is of the last judgment. All right. I'm going to go ahead and read paragraph one, Joe. That's a good one to start with since right. it comes first. So I won't do paragraph two yet. There you go. All right. God. 
So far, so good. God has appointed a day wherein he will judge the world in righteousness by Jesus Christ, to whom all power and judgment is given of the Father, in which day not only the apostate angels shall be judged, but likewise all persons that have lived upon the earth shall appear before the tribunal of Christ to give an account of their thoughts, words, and deeds, and to receive according to what they have done in the body, whether good or evil. Day of judgment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is this is continuing on, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, in the last chapter, it was talking right. about uh, die yep. and be judged. Yep. Yeah. There's a we, we're, we will all we all await this day of judgment. Um, the vast majority of everybody will die and then face that judgment. Some will uh, be alive when mm-hmm. Christ returns. So mm-hmm. the resurrection will happen. The return is there. And then there is this great day of judgment where Jesus is the one who is said to be. Uh, the one who passes this judgment for it's been given to him. Is it selfish of me mm. to want to be dead before it happens? See, I okay, I want to be alive when it happens. Really? Yeah, because I want to. I want to see it. Like I want. I want to see the bodies come out of the grave. See, see, I've been watching see, zombie see, movies I'm opposite. for a long time. See, I want to experience the resurrection. Yeah, yeah. Well, I will experience. I want to experience. The full measure of this grace that God has given us. You want to feel like the blood come back into your veins and like all those chemicals pushed out and the bones get all strong and you start standing up. Yeah. All these chemicals pushed out? Well, because when you're, you're, you're going to be like, uh, what do they call it? Dehydrated or whatever they do in the in the embalming process? It'd be embalmed. Okay. Yeah, the embalming. Okay. They take okay. out your blood okay. and then they uh, they put chemicals in there to yeah. keep you preserved. And then when you get resurrected, man, all that stuff gets pushed now, out. On a, on a very lesser level, mm-hmm. um, I'm also afraid of zombies, so I don't want to experience that aspect. You want to be the zombie. I want to be there. You go. So um, there are a number of passages that talk about Jesus Christ being the judge in the end. Um, One of the one of the good passages that I like is in John chapter five, starting in verse twenty-two. For the Father judges no one, but has given all judgment to the Son. Just think about the confession what we just read: Mm -hmm. that all may honor the Son just as they honor the Father. Whoever does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but is passed from death to life. Truly, truly, I say to you, an hour is coming and now is here when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. For as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son also to have life in himself. And he has given him authority to execute judgment because he is the Son of Man. Mm. Mm-hmm. So passages like that, passages like Acts chapter 17, verse 31, uh, he has fixed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by a man whom he has appointed. And of this, he has given assurance to all by raising him from the dead. So all of this authority has been given to Christ. And we read about that in the Great Commission in Matthew 28 as well, of course, um, to execute this judgment in the end. But Jimmy, it talks about this day is going to be a day when apostate angels are judged. That's, yeah. That's a little, a little trippy. No, it is. I mean, 1 Corinthians 6.3, do you not know that we are to judge angels? How much more than matters pertain to this life? So, I mean, along with that, uh, that the these apostate angels shall be judged, but mm-hmm. likewise all persons that have lived upon the earth shall appear uh, before the tribunal of Christ. So, like, in this... So these angels, these fallen angels, right. these ones uh, at the beginning that have rebelled against God mm-hmm. will also face this final judgment before God. Yep. I mean, it, it, in Jude 6, talks about it as well. Um, the angels who did not stay within their own position of authority, but left their proper dwelling, 
He has kept in eternal chains under gloomy darkness until the judgment of the great day. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, we don't necessarily talk about it as much as we probably should, because when we're thinking about the oppression that's happening in the world through demonic forces, we know that they are limited, that the devil is bound, he is chained up, so that they can no longer deceive the nations as the gospel is going out to uh, reveal the truth uh, to the elect, and yet they are in this period of dreadful anticipation of this day. They will be judged. So because God is holy and just and he must punish sin and justice must be uh, carried out, it's not just humanity that's going to answer for their sin, but even these fallen angels. So it's it's a holistic picture of, of justice for all creation, not just for humanity, which mm. should encourage us, those of us who long for justice, on that broad scale. Yeah. So not just the apostate angels shall be judged, but likewise all persons that have lived upon the earth shall appear before the tribunal of Christ. So let's stop right there, yeah. right? So uh, here we see, but likewise all persons that have lived upon the earth. So it's it's all of us will be judged. No one mm. will be exempt from this. Not, no one's yeah. going to be exempt from the judgment of God. There is a day uh, of, I mean, I'll, I'll, for a day of reckoning, right? yeah. there's going to be a, a day of judgment mm -hmm. uh, where we will all stand before God and you can't hide from it. And you might, I think there are, you know, obviously there are people that think this is not true. It's not going to happen. There's, they're, they're in for a rude awakening. I think a lot of people think, well, because I don't believe that's not my belief. I don't, it's not relevant. To yeah, me. yeah. Yeah. It's relevant to everyone. And the reason that everyone who has lived upon the earth shall appear before the tribunal is because everyone who has lived on the earth, save for Christ, um, is a sinner. We've broken God's law. We've committed these crimes. And that's what a tribunal is. It's a court of justice. So there is a court of justice that we will all have to step into. You ever been to court, Jimmy? I've, I've been there. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. Been, been to court. Yeah. Did the judge, was the judge nice to you? Yes. Or, really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Must be nice. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was nice. Yeah. I don't feel like it. I didn't get treated that well, I didn't feel like. Really? Yeah. Did you did you get in trouble? Well, well that's why I was there. I know, no, no, but, yeah. did, but the ruling though. How how was the judgment? How was the ruling? Uh, you know, uh, it's kind of foggy when I went in. I don't I'm, know what that means. I, well, I, just, I don't. I I wasn't. I was there. All right. This so, was a list back in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. what were you on when you went in? Uh, just on my own. Uh, you know, gumption on my own two feet. Mm. Mm-hmm. There might have been other things I was on. The point is, uh -huh. is that uh, I don't think mm -hmm. I dressed appropriately. <laughs> I wonder. Oh, really? You're thinking you did not dress appropriately. The guy that, yeah. you know, yeah. box at any sort of formality. No, I, I like dressing up. I like dressing up now, but back then. I, mm. you know, I don't like people telling me what to do. If you didn't know this, Jimmy, I don't like people telling you know me what, what to I do. You know what? I did not know about that. Yeah. I did not know that about you. And so when I was told, I like, figured yeah. you are a team player. You know, I am. I am on team Jofo. Yeah, unless yeah. It, unless like Team Jofo disagrees, then you're like, I'm on Team Jojo. Forget Jofo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. mostly Team Joe. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, the, that's the one I'm on. Um, so yeah, we're all going to appear before this, this judge. And this judge, unlike some judges in America, this judge is perfect. He will execute mm. justice perfectly. He will not overreact. He will not look aside and just give you a pass because you happen to be associated with the right people. Uh, we will have to give an account, it says. Give an account for thoughts, words, deeds. Yeah. I mean, Ecclesiastes 12, 14 says, for God will bring every deed into judgment with every secret thing, whether good or evil. So 
Yeah. This is where I think when we talk about like uh, avoidance culture, mm-hmm. right? Like within Christianity, we have this sense of like, as long as I avoid, I'm good. Like avoid, and, and I'm not saying it's bad, right? Like if I avoid certain friendships or relationships or circumstances, mm-hmm. uh, then I'm going to keep myself away from sin. And there's yeah. the truth to that. There, that's right. But this is much more than that. It's not just the physical aspect mm-hmm. of sinning, right. but it's your, your thoughts, words, and deeds. So right. it's your, 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 the secret sins of your heart are going to be brought forward. This is, you know, Jesus talks about this in, in Matthew 5 concerning uh, murder and adultery when he's talking about anger and lust. He's like, yeah, well, you, you, you've heard, don't commit adultery, but I'm telling you, you're guilty and you're guilty enough to go to hell Yeah, for lusting. For being angry, forget murder. I know. Okay, so you've you've managed to not kill anybody. Congrats. You want points? You don't get points for that. <laughs> you want a cookie? Because you still fail. Because <laughs> you still. And so this is, this is where conviction and even despair hits people before their conversion, as they're maybe as they're being drawn to Christ or as they're seeking, however you want to put it. And these are people who begin to understand yeah. and and uh, and agree with, and then mourn this idea that. I will have to give an account for not just my words and deeds, which are enough to condemn me easily, but even my thoughts. Dude. Thoughts? Thoughts, Joey. Yeah. I got some thoughts. (laughs) Sometimes I share those thoughts. Yep. Sometimes I don't. Yep. A lot of times I make sure I'm not recording. Yep. (laughs) Yep. You know what? We should, we should, we should, uh, no. In the next episode, we should talk about the time uh, I had some thoughts that I told you I wasn't going to share with somebody who was doing something inappropriate around mm. us. Oh. And then I went ahead, but then I went ahead and shared my thoughts with that person. Yeah. Let's talk about yeah. the next. Well, all right. Thursday's episode. We're going to talk about that. Cause that was beautiful. <laughs> that was, and that just happened yesterday. I'm surprised we didn't talk about that. On the I didn't front think end. about it. We'll just know. All right, we're going to talk about that on the next episode. All right. So we all have to give an account to receive according to what they have done in the body, yeah. whether good or evil. So this is the judgment. Now, this this brings up some questions for people about well what about um, I thought I was as a Christian I'm I'm forgiven and I've received the righteousness of Christ and yes we're going to get into that we're going to explain mm-hmm, that but mm-hmm. first first we want to remind you guys that we have not given up on you no no we have not forsaken you no the we're governors ne- may have oh yeah but no. we have not you know what we will never give you up. We will never let you down. That's right. That's right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we will rickroll you all day long. But, but I wish I had that oh, yeah. here. We need to have. We need roll. to have a rickroll okay, button. We'll get that. We're we'll gonna get, get the rickroll button going. So, Doctrine and Devotions, a fourth annual conference, is going down uh, sept- September eighteenth and nineteenth. September eighteenth and nineteenth in St. Charles, Illinois. It might be Geneva, Illinois. Actually, we have to we have to find a new location. Yeah, but it's yeah. still in the same area. Um, we have Dr. Sam Renahan coming in Ooh. as the keynote big dog. Uh, and he is going to be teaching on covenant theology. We've titled this covenant theology, God's promises for God's people. So mm. Sam, the man is going to be teaching and Jimmy and I will be doing a little bit of preaching as well on these subjects. Uh, but this is an important conference, especially for people that want to 
be introduced to covenant theology yeah, yeah. or become sharper in their understanding of the ins and outs of covenant theology, this is good. Jimmy, where do they go if they want to register this and get all the information? Yeah, head on over to drvotion.com slash conference and you'll get all the details there. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try that just to see what Wait, oh, you're going to make sure I did it. Conference. Yeah. Doctrine Devotions yep. slash dot com slash conference. Bang, right there. I know. Perfect. You, see, you know why? Because you know Brian Malcolm did I know Brian that. Malcolm. And he, Brian he, he does not mess up on That's this. That's right. He does not. He does no. not. We didn't have Steve do it. Yeah. So make sure you head on over to drvotions.com slash conference for more details and to register. Now, Joey, mm-hmm. we're going to be judged. Yep. Now, I'm going to go ahead and jump into, can I go with paragraph two now for you? Yeah. All right, here we go. That's your prerogative. That's another good song. Mm, It's not a good song, but it's a well-known song. (laughs) Uh, The end of God's appointing, wait, the end of God's appointing this day is for the manifestation of the glory of his mercy in the eternal salvation of the elect and of his justice in the eternal damnation of the reprobate who are wicked and disobedient. For then shall the righteous go into everlasting life and receive that fullness of joy and glory with everlasting rewards in the presence of the Lord. But the wicked who do not know God and do not obey the gospel of Jesus Christ shall be cast aside into everlasting torments and punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. So there's the answer to the question that we sort of teased at the end of paragraph one. Mm -hmm. Well, how does this work if, you know, Jesus offers forgiveness and life eternal with him in the kingdom with the Lord, uh, if we're going to have to answer for our sins. And so it's in understanding the whole point of this. The point of the day of judgment is not just for the manifestation of justice, but also the manifestation of the glory of his mercy, the salvation of the elect. So there are two things happening. And I even had one of my kids recently ask me, so why doesn't God just save everybody? Mm. Uh, you know, and that's a, I mean, that's a great question to ask. He could have saved everybody, yeah. couldn't he? Have? I said, absolutely, he could have saved everybody. And so they ask, well, why didn't God just save everybody? And my said was, let me ask you a question. Why did God save anybody? Mm-hmm. Why not just send everybody to hell for our sins? That would be fair and just. Yep. So it's, it's still a legit question to ask, why didn't God save everybody? And the only answer that we really have in scripture, and this may not be satisfying to everybody, but it is, for his glory, that his mercy and his justice would be seen uh, broadly, manifested in perfect totality. And so at the day of judgment, the those who are saved, right, the, the elect uh, the, called the righteous, they go into everlasting life and they receive this fullness of joy and glory with rewards in the presence of God. And it's not because they did well. This is the, I think, the confusion that some people got get you know they look at paragraph one and mm-hmm. it says well if they do well they go into heaven if they do poorly they they go into hell and the reality is as well we are judged on the basis of our works and our works condemn us but the elect through faith in christ have received the works of christ and so we are judged not based on what we have done, but what Christ has done for us, substitutionary, but then also in us through sanctification. So we are admitted into present, into the presence of God, and we receive all of this. He's able to be just and the justifier of men because he's still punishing sin, but instead of punishing us, he punishes Christ or has punished Christ. And he's maintaining the balance of justice because uh, the righteousness required of us is fulfilled in us through Jesus. 
So yeah, the, 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 the simple answer is Christ is our substitute and in him we are admitted into glory. Apart from him, we stand on our own and experience a, a, a different uh, outcome. And if I, I just preached a sermon on substitution, uh, preaching out of uh, Luke's gospel on Barabbas. So mm-hmm. you can actually go to the Redeemer Fellowship website and look for this. Man, again, someone today told me that that sermon was fire. Oh, well, I don't know if it was fire. Yeah, but, no, no, it was gospel fire. But it was def- there was it, we tried to make our sermons about the gospel. So you know that's where we go. That's where we go. So you can you can check that out. So what about though, Jimmy, the the wicked, the the unsaved, or the reprobate, which is a good word. You know, we don't uh, we don't oftentimes use that word as much these days. What's their what what is their yeah. outcome at eternal judgment? damnation? That sounds bad. Yeah, I mean, I think later on it talks about uh, shall be cast aside into everlasting torments plural mm. <laughs> torment and punished with everlasting destruction from mm. the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. Now we actually have some, some listeners, some friends that, that are Orthodox evangelical believers who are annihilationists. And um, so they really did not like our superficial conversation about mm-hmm. annihilationism. They really took issue. They were very gracious. They were very kind. Um, but they've actually, I, I haven't seen it yet, but I know that they recorded their own podcast to talk yeah, about yeah. annihilation. So they're pro-annihilationism. Um, and that's not our position. But um, but you should know that there are people out there that do take that side. And so I'm sure you can find that if you start looking for it. Now, I'll I might try and find it again and, and link to it is before we wrap up this whole thing. But the, the confession is very clear. It's everlasting torment. It's a place of everlasting destruction, mm-hmm. but it's, it's away from the presence of the Lord and the glory of his power. And we've talked about this before that the, the presence of God that people uh, are missing are his gracious, supportive, benevolent, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, a kind presence. Uh, but the, his presence is manifested in justice, judgment, or wrath. And so they're missing out on the on on the on the bright side or on the brightness, the the the, the goodness that they took advantage of throughout their whole lives, and even in this state of judgment, persist in unbelief and rebellion throughout. So it's not as if they've blown their lives and now mm-hmm. they're in hell and mm-hmm. now they regret it. They continued in their unbelief and continue to incur judgment upon themselves throughout this time. I mean, I think that's a pretty fair way to talk about it. But we do understand that there are there are Christians out there that that don't take that particular view. They're definitely in a minority, and we think that they're wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like but here's but I think here's where we're both right mm-hmm. is that should spur us on to. Uh, sharing the gospel indiscriminately yep. Yep. with those around us, right? Right. That that should spur us on, regardless. Uh, now we, like you said, we think they're wrong. Uh, they think we're wrong, um, but yet we both know there is a day of judgment, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and so we, we both want, believe we're called to evangelize. Exactly to to uh, preach the gospel to mm-hmm. our neighbors, to our family, to ourselves. Like preaching the gospel to our children. Yeah. You know, we want to. I mean, it's an old phrase. We want. We want others to, you know, be right with God, yeah. right? It's it's a great it's a great phrase, right? Get right with God because you know what it means to get right with somebody, right? Mm-hmm. To reconcile, to let there be peace, to to enjoy things, to squash the beef, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when you're dealing with, you know, uh, 
real crimes and real tragedy, well, that becomes a much more insurmountable task, right? Hey, why don't you go and get right with your brother? You know, you had a fight. Okay, well, that that's fine. Why don't you go ahead and get right with the guy? Um, you know, you, you stole his uh, his wife. Just try and go get right with that guy. Well, that's that's a bigger task, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, hey, listen, you just you led a Ponzi scheme and took all their money. Go get right with that guy. So that's a bigger deal. Well, any sin that we've committed against God, every sin that we've committed against God is more significant than that. Yeah. So we can't, we can't just make it right. Only God can make it right. And we graciously accept that by faith. So yeah, we want people to get right with God. We want people to experience what we have begun to experience, what, what, what we, where we have found our, our purpose. Yeah. And if, if we aren't motivated to share the gospel with people, uh, because of their potential future, it has to mean on some level that we're just not that compassionate, not that concerned, don't have the neighborly love that we should have for one another. But I also wonder if it mm. means that maybe we don't appreciate the salvation that we have and the escape that you know we've been blessed to encounter through Christ. Yeah, maybe we have not been captured by, uh, uh, just captured by the to the extent of what Christ has done for us and mm-hmm. saving us. Yeah, I mean it. It should be so thrilling. I mean, think about people that, you know, they'll, they'll talk about the amazing comeback uh, victory of their sports team in some awesome playoff game, right? And they'll, yeah. they'll, they were there, they experienced it, but they relive it. They talk about it. And when they talk about it, they get all excited about it. And holy cow. Well, that's great. That's good. But this is so much more significant. We should be reliving Christ's victory every day. Yeah. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineVotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast. Go to the store, JoeFoStore.com and grab some gear. You know, we've got our conference coming up. So head on over to DoctrineVotion.com slash conference. Look at the details. Register. We're moving forward. We're really excited about it. Fresh pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog post on Wednesdays. Later. Later.